Hello everyone, this is Roger T. Pipe of RogerReviews.com. Welcome to our annual Avian Awards podcast series. Over the next 12 to 15 podcasts, we will take an in-depth look at the nominees for the 2020 Avian Awards. We'll break down the categories, discuss the nominees, debate who got snubbed, and even make a few predictions as to who might walk away with the hardware on January 25th of 2020. Before we get started, remember that this is an interactive series. I love your feedback, all of it. If you have a question or a comment or anything you want to hear discussed more in depth, want to talk about what you heard in the last podcast, suggestions, anything you want to hear more about, or want me to get deeper into a category, just let me know. You can drop me a line at rog at rogreviews.com. You can also find me on Twitter, Roger T. Pipe. Send me a direct message there. Or if you're listening to this on my site or watching it on YouTube, just throw a comment below. Just uh, please remember, with the comments, keep it positive. We're trying to make this a good thing for all the nominees involved. Remember that your feedback shapes this series and keeps it from just being me reading off a list of nominations. Sponsorships are available for this and all podcasts. It's $150 for the entire year. I will mention your company, site, favorite star, charity, cause, anything you'd like at the beginning and end of all podcasts during this series and for everything in 2020. As always, half of all podcast money goes to a walk for the cure for Alzheimer's in the name of my mother. Now, let's get on with the good stuff. Welcome back, everybody. I am Roger Pipe from RogerReviews.com. We are on to Episode 9 of our 2020 Avian Awards podcast series. This one, a Hall of Fame special, and then one more. We are almost to the end. We've got seven categories to get through in this one, five more, and then the Hall of Fame. So we shall get to it. If you'd like to follow along, Avian Awards forward slash nominees. We are way down at the bottom we're going to kind of jump around, save the big ones, but we're starting with Clever Title of the Year. One of my favorite categories, because I often think that there's so much energy put into Clever Titles, it really doesn't matter if the movie's any good. Breathless Pensioner's Orgy from Older Women. Chad White is the Jack Offinator, Teen Fidelity. Virginia from Devil's Films. I'm Not That Kind of Girl Unless You're My Brother from Blaze Studios. Love that title. The Loin King from Woodrocket. My Cockbroker Pays Dividends from City Girls. Pound My Cashmere Cave, ADK, ATK. Sasquatch Pussy from Third World. I'm sorry, that's just, that's hilarious, but not particularly uh, appetizing. Sun Fun in Mum's Bum from Concoction. And Stand By Your Trans from Gender Erotica. I still think I'm not, I'm not that kind of girl unless you're my brother is, is the one that makes me laugh the most. Uh, Stand By Your Trans is pretty great, though, as a title. That, those, those are the two best, I think, in that particular category. Now, we move on. We've got Director of the Year. There's been a lot of talk since the Oscars came out. No female directors nominated. Uh, we certainly don't have that problem in porn. We have lots of female directors. It's getting close to being more than half now. This year, and this is for Body of Work, Joanna Angel... Kay Brandt, Axel Braun, Francois Clouseau, Johnny Darko, Manuel Ferrara, Ricky Greenwood, Jules Jordan, Caden Cross, Mason, Bree Mills, Aiden O'Reilly, Jackie St. James, Chris Streams, and Misa X. There's some good ones. I'm really surprised Brad Armstrong's not here. I know he didn't do a lot, but he did as much as some of these people and was excellent. So I kind of think Brad got maybe left off the list. Joanna's been doing great stuff for a long time, but I really think this year it comes down to a couple of there's some some obvious names i really love jules jordan stuff i still think it's the best jules and darko 
for me on this list are the ones that I think consistently make the best porn. But I, I think when it comes down to it this year, you're talking about Brie Mills and Caden Cross. Both of them did amazing work this year. I'm not sure. I think their big movies are neck and neck. And I have a feeling it's going to be one of those two. Like I said, near the top of my ballot, always, you're always going to see Darko and, and Jules near the top of my ballot. They're, to me, they're, they're both top five always. But I think this year it's going to be, if I'm predicting, I'm going to say Caden narrowly defeats Brie Mills for Best Director. That, that's my prediction. And I think that would be good. If Caden if wins, I think it's really good. The, the stuff she's doing at Deeper is outstanding. It's smart. It's beautiful. It's sexy. Uh, it's emotionally engaging. And I think that's, that makes her absolutely worthy of winning an award. Uh, female Foreign Performer of the Year. This is mostly here so I can screw up people's names. Uh, Myra Adara, Little Caprice, who I really like a lot. Misha Cross, who's always on this list. Anna DeVille, Lady D, Cassie Del Isla. Clea Galtier, who is absolutely beautiful. Lucy Hart, Apollonia La Pareda, I really like her. Anissa Kate, my favorite in this category is Anissa Kate, has been for a couple years. Tina Kay, Cherry Kiss, Barbie Sins, who had the great uh, gangbang for Darko, Tiffany Tatum, and Rebecca Volpetti. Clea did some really good work that I liked a lot. Apollonia is really beautiful, so is Little Caprice. Anissa Kate is my favorite performer. I think you might see Cherry Kiss win, though. Mostly this is just a really beautiful list of of women. You can't go wrong with most of them. If you haven't seen uh, Clea, Clea, though, check her out. She's really beautiful. Uh, Mainstream Venture of the Year. This has never been my favorite category, uh, although we're, I think we're kind of moving beyond some of the, the surface stuff, and we've got some people doing some really interesting projects, so that's kind of cool. Corey Chase, Lisa Ann, Raveness, Billions. Billions is one of my favorite shows. If you do not watch Billions, you should be. It's really excellent. Riley Reed, Blink-182, Enema of the State, 20th Anniversary Promo. That was when uh, Blink sort of recreated the Janine album cover and video shoot. Abella Danger and Gina Valentino. Borgor 911 music video. Stormy Daniels, Full Disclosure. That's going to be tough to beat. I mean, let's let's face it. If anybody but Stormy wins, I'll be shocked. It was a book. It was well... It was talked about everywhere. Kind of a big deal. And a, a decent read. I read it in two and a half days, I think. A lot more than just what you would expect. Brittany Amber, Sherry DeVille, Cherie DeVille, Cleo Valentine, Rebecca Love, Girls, Guns, and Blood, Gina Valentina, I Don't Care Single. Like anytime you get somebody recording a song, that's pretty cool. Angie Roundtree, Independent Shorts Award, Best Director Female. Abella Danger, Office, Managed cover, Office Magazine Cover. Carmen Karma, Overcome, again, a memoir. And Jesse Jones and Savannah Styles, Porn to Be Wild documentary. There's some good projects here. Uh, things you should definitely check out. But if anybody but Stormy wins, I will be stunned and shocked. Uh, male former male foreign performer of the year: Mike Angelo, Alberto Blanco, Christoph Kale, Kale, Christoph Kale, Vince Carter. See, I told you I just screw up names. Christian Clay, Danny D, Charles Dean, Dorian Del Isla, Chris Diamond, Eric Everhard, Angelo Godshack, Josh Lescaf, Lutro, Neo, and Rocco Sofredi. Well, you've got some really good performers here. Christian Clay, Mike Angelo, Danny D, uh, Joss, and then you've got two absolute legends in Eric Everhard and Rocco Sofredi. I think people might have forgotten that Everhard's still around and shooting over there. I don't think he's done enough, even though he's always going to be near the top of my ballot. 
Uh, Rocco continues to just be amazing. Christian Clay did some great stuff, and Danny D is really good. So any of those guys could be up there. And that leaves us with two more to go. Most Outrageous Sex Scene. Christian Scott and Lee Raven, Breakfast of Lesbians. Lola Faye and Tommy Pistol, Cockfight from Anal Malls 3. Lexi Lore, Bill Bailey, Eggs Aspiration, Butthole Horror 7. Sherry De- Cherie DeVille and Michael Vegas, Ghost Rocket. Mars Attacks, uh, London River, Charlotte Sartre and Derek Pierce. Murica or Ungrateful Goth Teens Fucked in the Line by Step Parents. Kitty Jagger and Sasha Inc. Not for the Faint of Sphincter. Mimosa Mistress. Uh, Spring Breakers Guide to Masochism and Public Disgrace. Sweet Peen from Deep Throat League. And Wormholes or Tattooed Anal Slut Lydia Black, the one with the world's largest gummy worm from Perv City. What do you consider outrageous? A lot of these are just weird and... Weird in an okay way, I guess. That's fine. Weird isn't bad, right? Weird's just weird. And and again, am I voting for my favorite of these scenes that all happen to be outrageous or the most outrageous? Because the giant gummy worm thing was pretty bizarre. But honestly, the public disgrace scene was probably... I mean, that's, that's pretty outrageous. So you should check out all those. And last... Niche Performer of the Year. This is one of those where we talk about where our individual biases and our individual likes and dislikes kind of play into how we vote or what we like the best about something. Uh, Eliza Allure, Jimmy Broadway, Sally D'Angelo, Lance Hart, Kimmy Kaboom, Mischievous Kitty, Genevieve LaFleur, Carla Lane, Leah Lovely, Marcello, Sophia Rose, Julie Simone, Courtney Trouble, Tim Von Swine, and Christian X. Uh, You have some BBW representation here. We don't have that category anymore, but we've got that here with Eliza, with Kimmy, with Genevieve, with Carla, Sophia, Courtney. You've got that well represented. I think that's... If you like BBWs, there's the top of your ballot, right? Uh, There's other performers, though, as well. Uh, Jimmy does a lot of the cuckold stuff, a lot of submissive. Uh, Christian works primarily with with trans performers as, as male talent. Julie Simone is a veteran legend in BDSM. Courtney Trouble also makes really interesting queer porn as more than just a performer. And then Tim Von Swine is kind of in a league of his own. He's sort of a dad bod, big chubby dude having sex with some of his lines is with BBWs, but others, you know, A-list porn stars. So in that way, he's kind of a mainstream... I guess the male version of a BBW performer. So who do I like? Uh, Jimmy's a great guy and does really interesting stuff. So he's always going to get credit. Eliza, I think is beautiful. I really like Sophia Rose. Courtney's accomplishments as a director and producer are impressive as well. This is supposed to be just for performance wise, still impressive, but I think that you sort of miss out a little bit with her on some of the other things she does, kind of like with Julie Simone. What is on screen is part of what she does. What is on stream is part of what Courtney does. Uh, Christian's been a really solid performer in a, a genre that now has sort of exploded, but he's he was doing it long before anybody else. And, you know, Tim is a great guy. I love his stuff. I, love, I loved it before he was doing a lot of performing, when it was mostly POV and when he and Mike John were making movies together. He, he's a Hall of Famer and a legend, and... Carla Lane, we'll talk more about her in the next Hall of Fame episode, 
you're talking about two Hall of Famers there with Tim and Carla. That's the top of my ballot. I really think Tim is unique in what he does and deserves credit. He's also a great guy, and it'd be great to see him win. I have a feeling Carla's probably going to win, and I don't think anybody is going to mind that. She is beautiful. She's sexy. She starred in some really interesting BBW movies this year. And if and when that award comes back, it is going to be largely due to the fact that she is doing such great things. So I think that's probably who you're going to see win. I'd, I'd like to see Tim win just because I really like him, and I think he's, he's always due, and he's really kind of branched out and done something unique. That is all for episode nine, folks. We have five more to go. We have Star Showcase. We have Best New Starlet. We have Male Performer of the Year, MILF Performer of the Year, and of course, Female Performer of the Year. And then we'll probably do the Hall of Fame one even before that. So we're almost done. I really appreciate you guys listening, and I love your feedback. No matter when you're listening to this, even if it's a week from now, a month from now, a year from now, drop your feedback. We can always talk about it. And I'm going to try and do some more podcasts maybe on a weekly basis. So feedback is going to be important. Thank you very much. Congratulations to all the nominees, and I will talk to you guys soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of our 2020 AVN Awards podcast series. If you have a question or a comment, please send me an email, raj at rogerviews.com, or DM me on Twitter, or put a comment below. We will take a look at it, maybe read it on air, and shape the, uh, the next podcast for you. I'd love to hear what you guys have to say. Until next time, go do something nice for someone.